and welcome. It's chance time. And it's a big one, folks. It's the Game Awards review show. Also, results of our predictions, which is all anybody really cares about. Right? I'm Paul Bills. I'm a host. There's two other hosts. One of them is Ryan Speakman. I don't care about them. And one of them is Curtis Lowe. I might care less than Ryan. <laughs> Just because of, you know, how it went. Yeah, if you care about our predictions, you're about to be real disappointed. <laughs> Spoiler alert for this podcast right now. <laughs> but we also want to talk about things that happened. Um, both things that Jeff Keighley wants us to talk about happening at the Game Awards and the things that Jeff Keighley doesn't want us talking about <laughs> happened at the Game Awards. We're going to talk about it all. Uh, but first, we got to do our most important segment. Mike Zuckerberg's official first things first one thing dot com. Zuckerberg's <laughs> first one thing dot com. Oh, incredible. Big episode, folks. We need to record that <laughs> later so we can put it in every episode. Uh, yeah, so uh, one of us will clip it and then we will reach out to Flute Guy to see if he can add Flute a Flute guy. solo in there. <laughs> And he will, because he loves the game community. <laughs> and he will. Uh, has anybody died to go first? Are there one thing? Uh, here's some one things that might come into play in the future, but I'm going <laughs> to end with a very important thing. So, Vampire Survivors still gro- going great. New DLC came out. I'm close. I think I've got 11 achievements left, including the DLC ones that just oh, were added. Wow. I was going to say, did the DLC mess that up? But no, they, you're they added about 17. But I was, I'm able to like knock off a few others while doing the DLC ones. Oh, interesting. Okay. Um, but maybe I'll talk about that when I finally finish it. I'll, I'll give my complete right uh, thoughts on it. Uh, the other thing, Charlotte and I started Lego Star Wars: The Skywalker Saga recently. Uh, like we did co-op, playing it together. Co-op, yes. Nice. Okay. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'm laughing a lot more than I thought I would at this child's game. There you go. But we've really only done each episode has five levels, I believe, and I think we've done the first two levels of a new hope so far. So been great. Uh, but I'll probably talk about that as time goes on as well. The thing I really want to talk about today, I would like to crown a hero of video games. Man, big episode, big episode. I, I don't know if anyone will believe this story. Uh, he's also very busy right now. Uh, generally, he listens to our episodes, but he's uh, getting married in a month. And so he's probably behind and maybe he'll never catch up. So you may never hear this. But if, he's, if you're listening right now, I'm about to embarrass you because I know you will not feel comfortable with me shouting you out like this. Going to talk about previous guests of the show, Jonah Henderson. He's getting married. He is getting married, yeah. 
Good for Joda. He's a good guy. Um, and so is his wife to be, Bryn. So the other day, a little game came out called Dwarf Fortress. Curtis is, and I have talked about it a little bit. And I don't know much about it other than it's like a game from the olden days that was made popular just because these two guys worked on it so hard. And like over time, it has ridiculous stuff in it that you can do. Um, that's all I really know about it. I don't really know much more. <laughs> other than it's, it's kind of like been in development for like 20 years. So, yeah, there's, yeah, it's there's a lot of stuff in it. A long, long time coming. Yeah, but they officially released like the retail version on Steam. And so I saw a bunch of buzz about it and I was like, I got to check this game out at some point. It looks cool. So I added it to my wish list on Steam. Twas not, but like five minutes later, <laughs> I receive a copy of the game Dwarf Fortress on Steam from one Jonah Henderson. And I texted him and I was like, why are you sending this to me? This is too nice. It's like a $30 game. And he replied, I have played Dwarf Fortress for a long time. And so, and I really, really want to support the developers. So every time I've seen one of my friends wish list this game, I have bought it for them. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's true. A true hero of a true hero games. of video games. I could not believe that response. And so I just want to shout out Jonah because that is truly a crazy move on his behalf, but a very generous one. Yeah. Have you heard about the, uh, I think it's Steam forum somewhere about this game? And someone's asking the question like, all you people who have been playing this Door Fortress, like playing the free version. For years now are you really gonna pay thirty dollars just to keep playing it even though you can play it for free still and then like there's just like a thousands of responses or something it's just people saying yes of course like <laughs> like like jonah might be on there <laughs> like, yeah, we are gonna buy this game because it's great and they were just waiting for the moment to finally pay these devs money for the game that they've been playing forever so yeah and that, that's the other thing that I need to mention is when I've had free time, I fit in Vampire Survivors and haven't had a chance to sit down with uh, Dwarf Fortress yet. But hopefully I'll eventually get some time to delve into it. I have to play it after that move by Jonah. Yeah. And so I definitely will. Well, that story makes me want to buy it. I'm looking at the <laughs> Steam page right now. I shouldn't look at Steam when... We're recording a podcast. That's how I ended up with the Steam. <laughs> <laughs> but you love your Steam Deck. I so... do love my Steam Deck. Maybe yeah. this is where I make the good purchases. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's all I wanted to say. That's incredible. That's that's, that's better saying. than like than the that. Game Awards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's... yeah, that's the high of the episode, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Curtis, is it your turn or my turn? Sure, I can go. Mine's not exciting. 
people are probably <laughs> going to finally be like, oh, okay, finally, this is the last time Curtis is going to talk about this game. Uh, I finished, what was it called? Shadow of Mordor. Wait, I thought you finished last last time. <laughs> Did I not say that last time? Do I need a new one thing? I feel like I didn't talk about the ending last time. Did I? You said it was disappointing. I'm oh, pretty sure. No. <laughs> wow, it must have been more disappointing than I realized because I still think about the final boss and how lame it was. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I have nothing good to say about the final two bosses of that game. Um, That's okay. I do, I do kind of vaguely remember the final fight being kind of anticlimactic. It was literally a quick time event. Yeah, it sounds right. That's it's against it Sauron, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He like shows up and then he's like, "You gotta do it" or whatever, and then you you move the cursor and then hit A or something a couple times and then it's over. That's the whole. That's the whole fight. So that was really kind of a bummer boss fight. That Even the boss fight awesome. before that. <laughs> and the boss <laughs> fight before that wasn't super exciting to me either. Mm. Like I thought they were gonna do something interesting. Do you remember this one? It was a stealth section. Uh, barely. And it's, it's been like, so long. He like clones himself. So he, it's like you got to stealth brand him, I think, five times or something. And a timer pops up. And I was like, oh, this might be tricky. And then I was done in like a minute. And then it was over. I was like, oh, never mind. <laughs> like I thought it was, you're going to like do this and then have an epic fight with him or something. And then he just kind of died. So anyway. If I already made that my one thing, then I guess I don't, I don't know what my one thing is. Um, <laughs> I beat my well, kids we got in much... Mario Kart. There you go. Yesterday. Speaking and, of video game heroes. Yeah. And my oldest was like, Dad, why, don't, why do you win all the time? It's like, you just got to catch me. It's like, you're always in the lead. It's like, yeah, you just got to catch me. You got to go faster. And then she told me, oh, mom says that you should be happy for other people when they win so you should let other people win or something like that i was like well, why should i let you win it's like if you should be happy for other people winning you should be happy for me winning it reminds me of this instagram video i saw where i think it's a, a dad playing doing a pokemon battle with his son and he says like time to teach my this kid a lesson or something like that mm -hmm. and the the kid is so uh, so excited to like be doing a a battle, and he's like, "I'm sending out Mewtwo, and you're sending out Gengar." And then it immediately cuts to five minutes after the battle's ended, and he's sobbing oh, no. <laughs> on the couch because he got destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, it wasn't that bad. She still had fun. Yeah, so we're fine, but. <laughs> That know. is. It feels a, weird to let my kid win. Sorry, but that is a debate I've had playing many like multiplayer games with people who don't really enjoy video games. Super Smash Brothers is the biggest one where like I've been with a group of my cousins, and it's really me and my cousin Adam who kind of like play video games more often. Mm. as like their main hobby but when we get all the cousins together it's really fun to like do big super smash brothers matches but then like you kind of have to like 
like I have to be strategic where I'm like, well, do I play really easy against everybody so they want to play more? Yeah. Or is it like, I don't know. But sometimes there's such like a skill disconnect that I don't really know how to do that. Well, in Smash, I think it's easier because especially with <clears throat> Ultimate, I usually just pick characters that I'm not good with. Yeah. And do it that and way. If you, that makes sense. And if you have the final smashes and yeah, throw and a bunch of items on stuff, yeah. Yeah, it and makes it a little easier. Buff, yeah. But with Mario Kart, I, it's like, do I just not go? Like, I don't know how to, like... <laughs> I don't want to like intentionally just go slow. I don't know. And I want to be clear. I'm not bragging. I'm not that great at Super Smash Brothers. You're pretty great at Super Smash Brothers. I really not. You were definitely, you definitely outclassed me, Curtis. When's the last time we even played? It was probably my bachelor party. Yeah. That was like two in the morning. So no yeah. one was really awake. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> no, it counted. Every every battle counted. Hey, I think everyone was at their peak. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I remember Wesley asleep on the couch next to us. <laughs> That's what I remember. I think he was in the tournament, and then they were like, okay, it's your turn, Wes. And then we look over, and he was just snoring. What a time. Good times. Anyway, I guess that's my one thing. I don't really have anything. Sorry, I went on about Shadow of Mortar again. I didn't realize I already uh, finished that journey with everybody already. It's all good. But we'll see. Yeah, I'm trying to decide what game to play on my Steam Deck, and it might be Undertale. I think. We'll see how that goes. That's it. That's my one thing. Great. Uh, that means it's my turn. Um, so, you know, everyone's heard me talk about Marvel's Midnight Suns for a really long time, and now it's here. I already have 60 hours logged in it. <laughs> um, but I'm not going to talk about the game right now. Well, can I ask you a question about that screenshot you posted? Yeah. <laughs> Why did they all look like meat? <laughs> I saw that, yeah. I, I haven't figured it out. Oh, it's a huge spoiler. There's a whole mission where you're all meat. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this game is really into its customization of its characters. Um, so there's different, like, color. I think they call them colorways for all the different suits. There's like a ton. And so I've been trying to find ways to like coordinate them to make them look like they're meant to be a team together. Um, and I found that all three of these people had colorways that were. So the colorways like have two, uh, they have three or four colors. And all three of these characters have one that every color in the colorway is red. <laughs> so they're just Spider Man, the Hunter, and Magic. Just red was <laughs> the only color. And so I, I put them all in all the red, and I guess <laughs> they look like meat. Uh, I, I don't know. Well, it, was that your intent? 
I was not trying to make them look like meat. I was just, <laughs> I just thought it was funny that I found all three of them had all red because oh, most of them are like yellow and blue and black or something or you know like it's three different colors but these three have one that's just red 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 i thought that was funny that is funny and the, you're right they do look like me i, I don't know i don't know <laughs> <laughs> super decoy going on <sighs> yeah and that's i mean that screenshot was from my laptop that has like a you know like a 3070 and everything in it so that's like you know, it's not that it just was from the Steam Deck, and so the textures didn't load right or something. That's you know, high-end epic graphics. They look like me. I don't know. Uh, the screenshot looked great. <laughs> <laughs> it was very high quality. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, I'm not going to talk about the game. I'll review the game later. But I just PSA to everyone that's thinking about this game. They they said in an update the day it came out, they posted an update on Steam, and they said, like, hey, this is the developers. We're working on some fixes, and we're not optimized for Steam Deck right now. And when a developer says that, the Steam Deck is cool, but you should believe what a developer says. It's not optimized for Steam Deck. Uh, I tried really, really hard to make it work on Steam Deck, and it was a nightmare. Um... I did play a decent amount of time on the Steam Deck, and then they released a new update to fix a bunch of issues for the PC version. And ironically, that update totally bricked the game for Steam Deck. It will not even load. Like, you're trying to load the game, and then it just crashes. And that led to an absolute panic moment because I had most of my playtime on the Steam Deck like enough that I did not want to completely replay it on my laptop and cloud saves are broken in this game as well. Mm. So I thought I had lost my save forever, but thanks to a random comment buried in a random Reddit thread that links to a steam community help discussion that I did not see on steam. Someone figured out that for whatever reason, the Steam Deck cloud save saves to a different folder than the PC cloud save. So it is syncing back and forth. It's just two different folders. And the Steam Deck looks at one folder and the um, the actual PC looks at a different folder. So they are passing saves back and forth. They're just like missing the mark. Um, so after a lot of trying to implement random Linux code that I found on a random Reddit thread trying to like link the folders together so that when what when the PC and the Steam Deck save they actually like pass it to each other. I could not get that to work. I have never used a Linux PC before. Mm -hmm. So I was totally flying blind. But I did find I just found the folders and I just manually copy pasted from one folder to the other and then deleted the contents of the PC folder because I did try it on my laptop. So I had like saves there, but I deleted them all out. And thankfully, Steam Cloud behaved the way I thought it would. And when the save folder was empty on the PC, when it went to sync, it just downloaded the save file from the Steam Deck. So I successfully transitioned and was able to keep playing. 
but this this has been the most PC I've ever gamed where I've spent a ton of time working on settings and saves and you know folders and everything that isn't the game trying to just play the game. Um, I guess this is what I signed up for when I finally tried to get into PC gaming. I mean, listening to that story, you feel like you're better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I wanted. I wanted to feel okay. superior and spend like, I don't know how many hours not playing the game instead of just playing the game. <laughs> yeah, but once it works, you have to brag to everybody that it looks better. Yeah, it's way better, <laughs> way better. Yeah, so unfortunately, I think this game has had a lot of technical issues. I've I've even read that like on, it crashes even on PS5. So I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that's a bummer. Which I cannot believe. They, this game was originally supposed to be in March. Ever yeah. think it would come out in March? If they delayed it all the way to December, and it still, like they cut off the the last gen versions so that they could get it out. This is and why it still has so many bugs like. I think that Silksong is doing it right. They they just don't give you a release date at some point, and then they're just like, well, we got to make this work, and then we'll <laughs> pop out of the woodwork to remind people. Right. Cuphead did the same thing. Yeah. But, I mean, to be fair to Midnight Suns, since I'm back on my laptop and not even trying Steam Deck, it's only it's frozen once, which led me to having to just quit and reboot because I couldn't get it to react to anything. But other than that, it's been very smooth. Oh, but I also had to follow instructions to skip launching the 2K client and just launch the game without opening the 2K client, which also led me to doing things on a PC I've never done before. But it significantly improves the performance of the game, which is just ridiculous. 2K, you suck. Because um, I'm sure the developers don't care about the 2K client. I guarantee that's enforced by 2K. Um, but yeah, there's a way to like find the folder path and copy-paste it and then put in this command line code so that when it launches from Steam, it just goes to the executable and doesn't launch the 2K client and then you have to click play again, and then the game stutters because I don't know what the 2K client is trying to do, but it it bogs down your PC while you're playing. Like, so stupid. Yeah, I saw that <laughs> articles about that. That's really annoying. Yeah. But, again, I'm not reviewing the game right now. I just want to clarify that I freaking love this game. But right now, all I wanted to talk about was <laughs> the stupid, like, <laughs> meta of just trying to play the game. Yeah. Um, can I talk about one more thing that I tried out that I think is interesting? Yeah. Since Curtis might not be back for who knows how long. <laughs> um, I, we had a party recently with Charlotte's work friends who are all really cool. One of us emailed us, if you remember. Marissa. Yes. Um, and every once in a while, we'll bust out the Oculus Rift, if anyone remembers those words together. <laughs> um, because that is the VR headset that I got when it was newer. 
and that is the one that I have remained with. So, um, but recently there was a humble bundle with a bunch of VR games that I picked up, um, and one of them is called Acron Attack of the Squirrels. Have you heard of this, Paul? I have not heard of this, unfortunately. <laughs> so it's uh, you're ba- like basically there's one person with the VR headset on. It's a multiplayer game. And they are a big tree. And everybody else has to download an app on their phone. And they all control squirrels on their fo- phone. And the tree is trying to guard some acorns, and all the squirrels are trying to steal the acorns. And it's a simple game, but it was pretty fun. It's, there's small maps. You, there's like little items. You can choose between different squirrels. They're short rounds, but you're trying to get like three or four acorns to your home base. And the tree can like pick the squirrels up or he can throw like sap to slow people down or he can throw like pine cones at people. I think there were pine cones. There might have been something else. That's all. Uh, in the game, are they called acorns or acrons? <sighs> I think they're called acorns. But the game is called acron. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So they're not. They're not committed to their misspelling, I guess. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's some lore that we could look up. <laughs> but maybe an Acron is a very specific thing in this universe. Yeah, yeah. the Acron is the world they inhabit, but That's the acorns like, are the currency or something. Yeah, when you find the secret way to beat the game, you're gifted an a- an Acron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But VR is still cool, even if you have one of the oldest VR headsets. Right. Still wired into a bulky PC. Getting getting that value. I mean, it, people... it still works great. Right. I was going to say, how many people bought a VR headset and haven't touched it now in two years or more? Especially the Oculus Rift. Yeah, but I feel like those people also probably bought an Oculus Quest or a Meta Quest or whatever they're calling it these days. Yeah. Do you think a lot of people will buy the PSVR too? Kind of seems like they won't. Well, I didn't think anybody bought the PSVR one, and then it was like labeled the most successful VR device of its time. So I don't know anything. I, I don't make predictions about VR anymore. <laughs> you know, I don't know anything either. <laughs> But we'll um, it is messed up that the PSVR 2 is more expensive than a PS5. Like, I think that will be the... I mean, I don't know anything, once again. <laughs> but that is my prediction, is the price hike and the limited available. I mean, PS5s are more available. Right. But I don't know if it, they're available enough to justify people buying that and a PSVR 2. And even then, if they're just buying the PSVR 2, it's a hefty price. Yeah. And well, I, I think we're still at the point, too, where 
exclusives to VR aren't enough to sell a VR headset. Yeah, uh, there still hasn't been like a you cannot miss this. You must buy VR. Yeah, I think even even with a Half Life game on VR, it still wasn't enough to feel like if I want to know the game, I must buy the system. Yeah, and I I honestly feel like people who don't have VR go over who go to someone's house with a PSVR two are more likely to come out of the experience being like, I'd rather get a meta quest. Right. I just need any VR and this is the cheapest one. Yeah, that's fair. Well, should we start doing something? Yeah. (laughs) Let's get into the game awards. I guess we'll just, maybe we just start reviewing what happened and we'll do predictions when Curtis is back. Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. Um, well, for those of you who don't know, the Game Awards is a very long show that's awards, but also ads about games. And before the show even starts, they have the quote-unquote opening act. And I sat down and watched this whole thing and wrote down everything that happened. But we're not going to talk about everything that happened. We're only going to talk about things that I think you might care about. And most of them we're not going to talk very much about. With that being said, there's a Dead Cells Castlevania DLC. Congrats to Dead Cells. I mean, the trailer was awesome. Yeah, that was a cool trailer. It was like animated, like 2D. I don't know how, what to. I don't know how to describe animation. I'm realizing, but yeah, it was 2D a cool animation. 2D style. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, exciting first premiere of the day. Yeah. My my question is, when it comes down to it, I already know the answer, but when I am in the mood for a roguelike, do I go Dead Sails or Hades? I mean... I've, I've not played either of them, yeah. but I do have access to both of them. <laughs> I... I don't know. I worry about Hades because I didn't love it. So I worry that you might not love it. Because uh, Curtis but, didn't love it? What happened to me? Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's back. I'm back. Sorry. My kid woke up already. Right, you're good. Um, Dead Cells has just like a ton of content now. And like tons of characters that I think you like. And so, yeah. I mean, even I though mean, I love Hades so much, like I also know that games I love so much aren't always games that other people love so much. Let me let me tell you something though. I'm gonna love Hades. Like it's like I already can tell from what I've seen that okay, it's a, that's good. Like that's why I've held off so long because I'm like I have to wait until I only want to play Hades. Right. Um, and so I think that will be the one for me. But I remember when Dead Cells was like the game everyone was playing. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> really really big. Yeah, I had a hard and time getting into that than uh, than Hades. Oh wow! Uh, I feel like I Hades, I just kind of like burned out on. I think, but I still played right. it for like thirty hours or something. And really, oh, I did not know that detail. Yeah, I still played it a lot. It was just like <laughs> I kept losing the Hades at the end, and I was like, I just don't know if I have it in me to keep going at this point. <laughs> and then I never kind of got back to it. Dead Cells, Very I fair. couldn't get into as much for some reason. Very fair. 
Okay, well, Curtis is back. Should we go back to predictions? <laughs> Up to Curtis. Sure. Yeah, let's go back to predictions. Um, uh, not, I'm not hosting. We made one, two, three, four. We made five. Well, technically six predictions each. And we're just going to say right now that we're not earning points very much. Um, but we did predict. Again, yeah. We did predict game of the year. Um, so I guess well, let's start with the game of the year prediction because that's straightforward. Curtis and I were wrong. We said God of War, and Ryan said Elden Ring. Yeah, Ryan. You guys Ryan, you got had it. the opportunity to change your answer. We did, and we both you, leaned uh, toward it. Yeah. We didn't do it. I f- yeah, I felt like I was cheating if I did it, though. I did not. No. Uh, so we said this was five points, five points right? So yeah. Ryan gets five. I'll Woo! just say I'm very happy that I was wrong. That's fair. I very much wanted Elden Ring to win it. It was interesting how God of War won more awards total, but then Elden Ring won Best Direction and Game of the Year. It's the dumb award show stuff I hate. Yeah. Where they they find some way to honor both. Right. By nominating them for every category. Yeah, it's true. And the real loser in all of this is Horizon. Horizon. Just <laughs> did not win a single award. Despite being, I think, like the third most dominated game. <laughs> it didn't get sounds on. Uh, it didn't get anything. Uh, I like those robots. God of War, sounds. I think, took every category that Horizon Forbidden West was nominated in. <laughs> I said game of the year. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's five points to Ryan. Good job, uh, Ryan. I did first it. prediction. I'm going to do everybody's first prediction and then we can discuss scores. Let's do it that way. All right. So first prediction, Ryan said Mega Man 12 announced. Curtis said Nintendo announces nothing. And I said Ben Studio is making an Uncharted game that does not star Nathan Drake. I think that's a zero for everybody. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I would have counted yours, Paul, if Naughty Dog was making a Ben 10 game. <laughs> Which... <laughs> That's down my 2023 prediction. I'm going to say that. <laughs> Back in predictions, Ryan said there would be a Tears of the Kingdom trailer. Curtis said a new previously unannounced Marvel game was announced, possibly Fantastic Four. And I said Supergiant announces a new game and it's a deck builder. Don't forget the superhero video game fatigue sets in. Oh, yes, I forgot. <laughs> uh... Not that it matters. <laughs> there was no Tears of the Kingdom trailer, so that's that's a zero, right? Zero, yeah. More surprising, no Marvel trailer. Yeah. Yeah, and there's no no new Marvel game. Not even a Spider-Man trailer. Yeah. Which most people thought was like an easy layup. Yeah. There was a Super Giant game. It is not a deck builder. <laughs> I. I, uh, Curtis, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I'll give you five points for that. You got yeah, half you of your prediction, points. right? Yeah. Right. Okay. Five yeah, points. That's the new game. Yeah. Which we'll get we'll get back to to that because. Oh uh, yes. Yeah. All right. Ryan's third prediction: three different actors from three different video game movies incorporated somehow. One of them is from the new Mario movie. 
Curtis's third prediction, Silk Song release date, spring 2023. And Ryan added a multiplier to that one. And then my third prediction, Dragon Age Dreadwolf gets a trailer that is at least two minutes long. <laughs> the, that's that's zeros for me and Curtis for sure. Yeah. <laughs> you guys got to figure out the the score on, on mine, though, because I, I thought for sure yeah. we were going to get Uncharted, Sonic, and Mario. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, we we definitely had Mario. Let's see, yeah, Mario, yeah. right? So you yeah, get, what, we had three points. Yeah, I'm doing a third at least. And then we did have Last of Us cast. Did we count that? It's not I, a movie. You specific, you guys both. Uh, one of you at least asked me, "Does that count TV shows?" And I said, "No." Yeah, I do oh, have okay. on my notes. It says just movies, so, no TV shows. Okay. Was there any other movie representation? I don't remember. I don't think there was, which surprised me. Yeah. Well, I want to say four points then, because you specifically called out the Mario movie. That's true. So it's like a little more than a third okay. of your prediction was right. That's a good point. Let's do that. <laughs> All right. Four points for Riot. Were there, I feel like there was another TV show one that was represented. Was there? Uh... There was a really weird game that had like a bunch of Hollywood actors. Oh yeah, there was that. There was Idris Elba. Oh, that's true. That's true. He wasn't. He was promoting was a game as well. Game. The, yeah. Oh, what's it called? Death Stranding Two. Yeah. That yeah, that also had actors, but was a game, not a. Not a movie. I mean, Animal was there was from the Muppets movie. Shot. Animal, he's in a movie. Yeah. <laughs> but but. He, He's not in the video game movie. Not yet. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's an episode of Muppet Babies where they go in a video game. That's a TV show, though. So never mind. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I think that was the only movie representation. Right. But I was really surprised that we got like a new clip, like way more representation of that movie than I expected because they just released a trailer like two days before. Yeah. I didn't think there would be anything, honestly. Yeah. So I'm going to reveal something when we get to that in our Game Awards review. Okay, sounds good. But I can't reveal uh, Fourth predictions, then. Ryan said, Konami takes a big swing. Curtis said, Twisted Metal TV show, first trailer with Anthony Mackie present. <laughs> and then I said, Jeff Keighley insider program. <laughs> uh, so that's a zero for everybody. Do we want to give Riot a point because Castlevania yeah. was? He got a bunt. I I do not think that was a big swing it, it at all. It was not a big swing. It was a bunt in it. it yeah, was a foul ball. All right, so zeros all around again. I mean, you can have a point for it if you want, but <laughs> hey, you guys no, determine look, my points. Konami was Let's there at zero. least, you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh oh, and Curtis multiplied the Jeff Keeley, so good job, Curtis. <laughs> yeah. Uh final predictions. Ryan said Magic the Gathering video game will be announced. Curtis said Microsoft announces Halo Infinite Mountain Dew Game Fuel. And I said Valve announces a portal game and specifically says it's like for Steam Deck or with Steam Deck in mind or something like that. Um, and I multiplied the Magic the Gathering game from Riot. 
Yeah, and I would agree that all of those are zeros. <laughs> all of those are zeros. <laughs> <laughs> so then we had our like final boss predictions. Yeah. Ryan said he will win a Steam Deck in the giveaway. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Curtis said Brandon Sanderson is there, announcing a collaboration <laughs> with From Software. <laughs> it's something about vertical gameplay. Yeah, yeah. Like a yeah. yeah. The, and then I or, had a very elaborate thing, prediction about the Fortnite movie cast and date. Uh, I think we got ourselves a, a trio of zeros again, folks. Well, you got to go through the cast, though, for the Fortnite. Yeah, I'll this give you one point one. Troy Baker. <laughs> there you go. Troy Baker was there, but not tied to Fortnite. <laughs> He was well, thinking about the it. The list, though. <laughs> though, real quick. Let's see. It was Ryan Johnson's directing, and then Daniel uh-huh. Craig, Dwayne Johnson, Keanu Reeves, Troy Baker, Brie Larson, LeBron, Ninja, Ariana Grande, and Ryan Reynolds. May 16th, 2025. Created oh, by Donald Mustard. Ninja is the one that makes me laugh the most. <laughs> I love all of those. So <laughs> Ryan Reynolds is oh. playing like four different characters. So is Dwayne Johnson. It's so good. Um, Keanu Reeves was represented at the Game Awards. We heard his voice. That's true. But uh, yeah, I think these are solid zeros. So that brings our totals. (laughs) Ryan with nine points, Curtis with zero points, and Paul with five points. Congratulations, Ryan. You win. Not deserved. I definitely am bad at predicting. And that uh, will literally probably just carry over to our next two episodes that we do. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're excited about these predictions, get ready, because we're making even bigger, bigger predictions coming yeah. up. First two episodes in January are going to be reviewing our 2022 predictions and making our 2023 predictions. Yeah. Get excited. I think 2022 will be a little better than these. I don't think I did very well on it. I can't right, well, remember what I predicted. I can't folks. either. Probably Silk Song. It's funny the one that we sad. did where, like, when we made the predictions, there were so many rumors about a Switch Pro. And that was, like, reflected in our predictions. Right. I don't think we've ever done like well at predictions but maybe I remember it wrong. <laughs> like it's always been scrapping for points i think oh uh, yeah uh, but sometimes yeah all right let's okay. review these game awards what, game awards so we started with dead cells castlevania um and then like the very the second thing in the pre-show was they announced the winner for best mobile game and it was marvel snap so well-deserved. Well-deserved. I cannot believe how much uh, momentum Marvel Snap still has in the Chance Time Gis- Discord. It's going strong. Everybody loves it there. Great. Keep talking I, about it. I think this is funny. Uh, previous guest of the show, Nick Siebers, mentioned that he had to mute the Discord because there were so many Marvel Snap... <laughs> comments on it screenshots of people's games. <laughs> we, we made we made a new channel for that reason yeah i i don't i mentioned he could just mute that one but right. 
I thought that was funny. That is funny. So sorry to the, the listeners who don't care about Marvel stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, third thing of the whole show, Vampire Survivors is on mobile, iOS and Android, out now and totally free. Um, I downloaded it. It is vertically oriented on mobile. Um, and there's no microtransactions at all. There's only, you can optionally have an ad to revive when you die, and you can optionally have an ad to double your gold after you die. And that is it. That is all the monetization that is in the mobile version of this game. Is there a paid version you can buy for like five bucks just to have the game with no ads? Not that I've seen on mobile. That's interesting. I thought they would have done that, but... Yeah, no, the trailer made a big deal of saying, like, free, seriously. So I don't think there's a paid version. Hmm. Um, it It's tricky to just kind of move your thumb around and play that game. I've, I've done a few rounds. Definitely better on Steam Deck, obviously. <laughs> yeah. And I'm better on PC. But it's on mobile. They did it. Um, congrats. Do you think they um, come to Switch? Yes. Yeah, it, it has to. Us. Yeah. Uh, okay, I'm now skipping some things. Um, although Curtis was surprised to see that Returnal PC was confirmed. So there you go. Returnal on PC. Yeah. PlayStation kind of fully embracing PC. They're not holding anything back. So that's interesting to watch. Um, and then I did want to mention there was a, a game called Hellboy Web of Weird. I think that's that's pronounced. It's W-Y-R-D. And it had a very cool art style. Uh, That's really all I have to say about it. Yeah, I I did have a cool one. Hellboy is one of those weird ones where, like, every once in a while, I'll see, like, a comic book like that and be like, I'll hear enough buzz about it and I'll look into it and I'll be like, I want to try this out. But it's all, like, I have a few of those where it's pretty hit and miss and... I don't know. Hellboy seems like one that I don't know if I'll get into ever. Right. But if there's a good enough, if this game is amazing, it could convince me to get a comic. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's what they want you to say. That's a win. Yeah. But those, I only remember seeing the, uh, was it Guillermo del Toro? Did he do the first two movies that they did of Hellboy? Oh, I don't, know. I don't remember, but I do remember those movies. I just yeah. don't remember who. And I, them. yeah. It was around the same time that that Van Helsing movie came out, I remember. Yeah. Yes, it was. Uh, and I think I I was drawn more towards the Van Helsing movie, even though that one wasn't that great either. <laughs> but there, people love Hellboy, and especially those movies. Uh, yeah, yeah. it was directed by Guillermo del Toro. There you go. I don't know about the second one. I mean, it seems like his... That one seems like even more of Guillermo del Toro's style. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Uh, Written and directed by. Well, there you go. Okay. Uh, Moving right along, because this is a long list. Um, I didn't originally bold this, but I do want to mention that Street Fighter Six announced what I think were a bunch of new characters, and all of them were like pretty obvious stereotypes 
for the country they're from. But I guess that's kind of what Street Fighter has always been. Um, I just thought that was funny. Go look up that trailer. Um, <laughs> and uh, confirmed release really date by... June second. Yeah, that's a. I I'm excited about that one. Yeah, I. Uh, are we gonna get into it, Paul? I know you like fighting games. I want to. Yeah, I always want to like fighting games, and I always end up being like, I can't learn it. It doesn't make sense. Like I do the tutorial, and I can't do the buttons it's telling me to do. Um, or like it, it doesn't think I'm rotating it enough, or like inputting fast enough. I can never tell like what it wants me to do differently. Um, but this one. They basically have like a control scheme that is just smash controls. So this might be the one. And they have like the weird story mode that is very intriguing to me. So yeah, I'm keeping an eye on it for sure. Yeah. What we should do is both buy it and both promise that we will never play online unless it's against each other. <laughs> Good idea. That's a good idea. <laughs> and then that way we both grow at the same time. And so it will always right. be exciting. Right. So, yeah. We can't just go and, and get good and yeah. destroy the other one. Yeah. If one of us gets better than the other, we have to stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> Until the other one catches up. Yeah. <laughs> what a fun way to play a game. This is going to be great. Would you, are you thinking about that one, Curtis? No, it's because I never have anyone to play fighting games with. I know that's that is always the big issue with injustice. There's always the story mode. Yeah, I was gonna say Street Fighter. It depends if the story mode is actually intriguing. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know, and I know some people yeah. get into the Mortal Kombat story modes as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't do Mortal Kombat. It's yeah, too much for me. I don't want to see someone rip someone's spine out and then choke yeah. everybody with it. I don't know. That's right. gross. All right. Uh, next thing. Animal is here, you guys. Jeff Keeley was very excited to point out like a bunch of people in the audience, including the Muppet Animal. More <laughs> on him later. <laughs> it's just uh, funny, the anticipation they did the whole show for this right yeah <laughs> it's never been explained why the muppets are always at the game awards they're never promoting anything there's never like a reason for the muppets to be there i i'm pretty convinced that jeff Keeley just loved the muppets as a kid and now that he has power he's like put the muppets in my freaking show <laughs> <laughs> little boy jeff is just loving every second of it and yeah. he'll continue to like, I don't even know who's paying for this. Like, is Jeff paying the Muppets or are the Muppets paying to be there to promote nothing? I feel no like idea. that that theory also lends to the next story we're going to talk about. <laughs> yes. OK, here we go. <laughs> so. I've said all year that nothing will top the rock promoting an energy freak <laughs> in the middle of Summer Games Fest as the most awkward conference moment. But there are multiple viable candidates from this show. <laughs> and the first one's coming right now. Uh, Jeff Keeley, so, so proud to announce that this awarded actor is coming on stage. And then it's Al Pacino. Al Pacino walks out and he says like three things. And then he, he just kind of stops. <laughs> and then he says... It's hard to see the teleprompter. <laughs> what? 
I didn't even hear about this. <laughs> yeah. And then he like stumbles through the rest of the speech that they wrote for him. Like the entire time he's like struggling to just read <laughs> the words to say them. And then he's there to announce best performance, which fitting. That's great. And then he announces Christopher Judge, voice of Kratos, wins. Very deserving. I think he was nominated last time and, and didn't win. So, very yeah, cool that Christopher Judge wins. Whoever it was for Arthur Morgan, I think, in Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> uh, I don't remember his name, but yeah, that's who won. And then Christopher Judge gets up there and talks for, I think, literally 10 minutes. Just, just going on and on in his acceptance speech. And they start playing the music, and he doesn't care. He just keeps talking. <laughs> <laughs> He hugs Al Pacino at one point. He he tells like some cool stories from like the set of God of War, but it was more like an interview than it was an acceptance speech. <laughs> but they let him go. They let him go and go, and he did finally. Like no one like pushed him off the stage. He finally wrapped up, and and then he left. And then Jeff Keighley gets back on stage, and he makes a joke. He says, "I think Christopher Judge is trying to get." more steam decks to the people or something like that. <laughs> so that, that was funny. He, he, he played it off really well. But yeah. then the rest of the show, Jeff Keighley was talking like as fast as he could about everything. <laughs> they tried to make up time, <laughs> which is always so funny to me. Like this isn't on network television and like no one else is using the theater that night. Like, why is there so much time pressure? Yeah. Like, I don't you know. You get to the after party. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> anyway, uh, any guy, anything you guys want to say about Al Pacino and Christopher Judge? Anything to add? It was pretty funny. It was it's hilarious. Funny. It was amazing. I'm going to have to look it up and find it. Watch it. Yeah. And then the best part was the next day I'm on YouTube scrolling through the Game Awards channel because I want to, like, you know, rewatch trailers. And... The video says Sonny Suljic wins best performance. That was the title of the video. <laughs> Someone uploaded it wrong, and I love it. <laughs> uh, anyway, then the next announcement was easily the biggest one for me. I, th- I think it was the biggest announcement of the show. Yeah. Cool, coolest reveal. Best one. Um. So we see a trailer, Supergiant Games pops up. And then we watch this like animated trailer, very cool. And then at some point in the trailer, we hear kind of the main phrase from the main Hades theme. And then, you know, it's cool to like hear the audience freak out because that was like the confirmation. Like it is, it's Hades something. And then we, then the trailer switches to gameplay and we see very Hades-like gameplay, and then at the end of the trailer, we see it's just Hades 2. Just straight-up Hades 2. Never, never thought Supergiant would make a sequel. I I was pretty sure that they would, like, I don't know, make it a a point to never do a sequel. Um, But at the same time, I think this is like a true sequel. It does not look like Hades DLC. It looks like a, a different game, different story, different characters. Um, 
it's really focused on like the connection between Greek mythology and the origins of witchcraft, which is like a very different take than their first game. So yeah, I'm excited. There's cool looking abilities. There's new gods. Um, and it will be in early access sometime next year on Steam and Epic Game Store. Yeah. Uh, I just feel I like mean it makes that. me you want to play the first one. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. They just have unique ideas, I feel like, for every their each of their games so far that they've made. Yeah. So it seems like they have more ideas they wanted to do with Hades that they didn't get to do in the original. Right. So and just let's just do another one. Yeah, if you're subscribed to their newsletter, which of course I am. They sent something like almost immediately after the trailer went live at the Game Awards. And then they talked about like, we've always wondered if we could make a sequel that recaptures the magic of the first one. And we finally feel like maybe we can. So like they, they addressed it very head on. Like we didn't, we didn't think we'd do a sequel, but here we are. That's awesome. Yeah. I, does it make you want to go back and get all the achievements, Paul? Uh, no, but it, <laughs> it it does make me wonder if I will actually follow the early access journey this time. So, mm, yeah, Hades, yeah. I bought it when it stealth dropped and I played like two rounds and then I I literally didn't touch it again until the until the full release, which was like two years later. And then I played it for like 150 hours. So this time I'm wondering, like, do I actually like get into the early access and like join the Discord and like actually try to provide feedback? That would be a very different experience than I had with the first one. So I don't know. We'll see. What did you play the first one on? Um, my work laptop. <laughs> so oh, yeah. it, it was it worked. It was fine. Like it was smooth, but it was Did you not... play it on Steam though? No, I played it on the Epic Game Store because that's where they released okay, it. That's, that's yeah. right. But yeah, it's so like 2018 or whatever, they announced the Epic Game Store at the Game Awards. And like the first, one of the first exclusives on the store was Hades. Mm. So I downloaded the Epic Game Store immediately and bought it. Forgot about that. As did I. Yeah, so that would be very cool. And then the next one that was a big announcement, but we just don't know enough to know what to think about it, in my opinion. (laughs) Um, A logo I have not seen for many, many years comes on the screen, and it's Ghost Story Games, which the creator of Bioshock, Adam... Something? No. Ken Levine. Ken Levine. Adam Levine is a singer. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) that would be also amazing Uh, Ken Levine creator of Bioshock after what's it been eight years nine years since the release of Bioshock Infinite Mm. I think it was 2013 I think it's been nine years yeah that's right yeah so after, after nine years of silence announces his radical new game it's called Judas and it sure looks like Bioshock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what was your guys' take on this game? Mm, I might have not watched this one. Yeah, I uh, okay. this one. But I, I remember hearing about it, and I don't know. I yeah. probably didn't watch it because I have only played, like, the first, I don't know, half hour of Bioshock. 
and then didn't play more than that. And it was very engaging. But it was just one of those things where I feel like it was probably at a time I was getting a lot of Humble Bundles and the Mm, Bioshock trilogy was probably in that. And so I tried it out and had 800 other games to try out. Right. Yeah. Bioshock has been on sale everywhere multiple times. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it looks a lot like Bioshock. It's first person. You have a gun in one hand and weird magical looking abilities in the other hand. And it's kind of that cartoony, like Disney gone adult look that they've done in the other Bioshocks. And I don't know. I saw nothing that would be like, this is how it's different than Bioshock. Everything I saw just reminded me of Bioshock. And then Jeff Keighley came out afterward and said, like, they're doing incredible things with narrative, which is all they've said for nine years. So I don't know. Maybe it will be awesome. But so far, it just looks like Bioshock. (laughs) Is it in space? Yes, it is in space. Okay. Which, admittedly, none of the Bioshocks are in space. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) No, you're right. But I'm watching one of them right now. Yeah, it's like very Bioshocky. Yeah. So he just keeps going higher. I guess we started underwater, and then we went to a city in the clouds, and now we're going to space. So keeps keeps going higher. Yeah. Uh, the next one, a very surprising announcement that ruined Curtis's, well, kind of ruined Curtis's prediction. A kind of Hades-looking, like, top-down Bayonetta Origins, Cerisa and the Lost Demon, March 23rd, 2023. So, not, yeah. I can't remember, but I remember Cerisa was Mm -hmm. uh, either Bayonetta as a kid or her her daughter i can't remember which of the two it was but that was like a a big reveal right in one of the bayonetta games i think it's Cerisa as a kid based on or this bayonetta game. as a kid sorry yeah bayonetta yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. pretty sure that that sounds more right to me yeah but yeah kind of an interesting art style a very different gameplay style and like i wonder what the story is behind this game but I guess it's we'll so find out more soon. Bayonetta 3, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a... But, like, it doesn't look like a spinoff in any way. Like, it's, you know, an entirely different engine and look and art style. Like, yeah, very, very different project. Yeah, it is interesting. Platinum doesn't usually do the... Like, they don't really yeah. do spinoffs. Right. And so this will be interesting. Yeah, and it is a Switch exclusive, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so skipping ahead, um, they did the song from God of War with, how do you pronounce his name? Hozier? Ho- yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 I think it's Hozier. And then, yeah. And then Bear McCreary, the composer for God of War, was really going for it on, I don't even know the name of the instrument, with like the crank. It's a hurdy gurdy. Um, Hurdy gurdy, yes. Um, that was cool. Um, I've rewatched that video a couple times just to, <laughs> I like that song. <laughs> um, 
And then, oh yeah, the big thing about Knives Out being there, they announced an outfit for Among Us based on Knives Out. <laughs> Very anticlimactic. That's what it was. <laughs> yeah. Have you seen that? Maybe? And Either of you guys? The new one? I've been waiting like, for it to go on Netflix yeah. in a I've, week. I've seen the original multiple yeah. times. I love uh, it. Are you talking about the original, original right? The, yeah. the sequel's not Glass out. Onion. Yeah. Well, I saw it. It was in Is theaters for a little bit. Oh, okay. It was in theaters for like two weeks, maybe, is all. Oh, okay. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it a lot. Yeah, because I, I remember seeing the reviews were poor, and then everybody who wasn't a professional reviewer saying how good it was. Yeah, I think I liked the first one better, but it's still really good. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> but yeah, kind of anticlimactic to like bring them to the Game Awards just to announce a collaboration with Among Us. Like, whatever. Especially like both of them. Like, I don't know. Um, and I guess they were on video, so it, it wasn't as, as big as them being there in person. I feel like it, the way Ryan Johnson was talking about it, where he was like, it's got a, a certain video game in it. He was trying to do the thing where like a celebrity is like, hey, I'm a gamer. You should, right. you should, you should look into what games I'm playing. I play yeah. Among Us, Fortnite, and Call <laughs> of Duty. <laughs> yeah, I like indies. <laughs> Well, this makes sense with the movie. I guess I'll just say that. Yeah, it's in the movie. I think they said that. Yeah, they did did say that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's in the movie. Yeah, for like a scene. Like it's not like a big deal or anything. But yeah, they play Among Us. Yeah, (laughs) so (laughs) that's funny. That's funny. It's a good call. Yeah. Um. Anyway, then we got best debut indie. And it's Stray. Boo, Stray. Oh, to quote Paul. Boo. <laughs> uh, like, that game's best cool, indie. but... Yeah, it also took Best Indie, which means Sifu and um, Neon White, two of like my top three yeah. games of the year, got nothing. So frustrating. I don't think Tunic got anything either, right? Yeah, Tunic didn't get any either. The one of the other yeah, ones. It's... Uh... It's interesting because I feel like Neon White and Sifu were talked about so much longer and praised for so much longer yeah. than Stray was. But yeah, I, like I, 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 yeah. I fully expected that the people who run game outlets would not have been caught up by Stray as much as the internet was. Yeah. Um, like, I understand cat people on Twitter love cats, and they're going to talk about it, but I don't see why it has swayed so many people who play video games for a living when there's Neon White and Sifu also in this year. Like, I don't think Stray is necessarily a bad game. I just, from what I've played of it and seen played of it, it's a puzzle platformer where you're a cat. <laughs> Do you think it's... A similar thing where it's kind of like an Animal Crossing vibe, where it's more of just it like a yeah. relaxing, cute, cozy game where like, right, like I'm not worried as much about the puzzles as much as watching a cute cat touch things. 
Right. And, and knock flower pots off with the ledges and, yeah. and they break and it's so satisfying. Yeah, probably. And, and because I am a person who loves that sort of thing and it touches my heart, I need to make sure everyone knows that this is my personality now. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't have a better explanation for it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I I bet you if I bought it, I would have a good time with it. Right. But yeah. I, I feel like in a sea of amazing indies, it was one of those calls I had to make where I was like, I would rather play a lot of the other games on that list. Right. And I, I have to make some cuts. And unfortunately, right. Stray is one of them for me. Yeah. So whatever. Congrats, Stray. I guess big deal for you guys. Um, I want to like next someday. I want to play it though, just to yeah. know what it's all about. Like, cause, just so you can know. Yeah. yeah. Boy, what? Yeah. Let's make a pact, Curtis, that we'll both buy Stray and we can only play at the same time as the other person's <laughs> playing. <laughs> but didn't you want to? I don't know. Because, Paul, you said you played it a little bit? Yeah. Okay, because I didn't play it at all. I just kind of... I, I guess either. I just kind of wrote it off, honestly. That's, oh, it's a puzzle it, it, yeah, I mean, with a cat, like what you said. But maybe... I don't know. Maybe there's got to be something more to it that I don't know about. It looks incredible. Like, it looks... Yeah, it looks really nice. And like, like, the like Naughty Dog made a cat game. Yeah. Like, like he looks... <laughs> you know, like how video game animations can be feel too abrupt sometimes just because you know how video yeah. games function and stuff like the cat moves like a cat yeah excuse me yeah like when he jumps when he like whatever like it's a cat so like, they did a great job there but i, I so i'm gonna story. skip ahead i'm gonna skip ahead a little bit and yeah, say it but... did really make me laugh when they were doing the uh game of the year medley and oh, her yeah. playing this triumphant music and it just cuts to <laughs> close-ups of a cat meowing and stuff like yeah. that <laughs> that didn't really make me laugh yeah that was pretty good okay let's let's move forward here um next big trailer this is kind of cool they dedicated the the big suicide squad kill the justice league trailer to revealing Batman for the first time. And then you hear his voice at the end, and it's obviously Kevin Conroy. And then at the end, there's no date, there's no platforms, there's no credits. It just says, like, thank you, Kevin, because uh, Kevin Conroy passed away just a few days before the Game Awards. Um, he's been the voice of Batman for, well, what, like 20-plus years now in the animated series and the video games. Yeah. And then, maybe even very interestingly... Years. Yeah, and then very interestingly, it cuts back to Jeff Keighley, and he says, Thank you, Rock City. We're all excited to play Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League on May 26, 2023. And that's how the release date was revealed. It's just Jeff Keighley <laughs> saying it in between trailers. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was, that was cool. And it's cool that Kevin Conroy is in it. Um, I still don't think I want this game. I, I don't know what it is. Like, I hate Suicide Squad. <laughs> I can't stand Suicide Squad. Um, I like, don't know what like it is. Like it's pushing total... it still. It's like they had the yeah. one movie, and I heard it was terrible. But then they did yeah. another movie, 
and then they're doing the and game, that, and it's just like yeah, like the Harley Quinn things. They keep pushing Harley Quinn, I guess, and I don't, I don't yeah. Know. No, I'm saying that I'm not saying it's like bad. They're bad characters or anything, or I hate Harley Quinn or anything. It's just, yeah, I just it's just interesting to me that I don't know. There seems like there's so many DC characters that I don't know, yeah, because I don't know exactly. much about DC universe, but. Yeah, this is the third exactly. Suicide Squad thing. I am just going to say this. I think you can group the Suicide Squad in with things like Deadpool and Rick and Morty. Yeah. And stuff like that where there is a large audience for it. But I don't know. It's... It's people who kind of want, like, I don't know. They want to be provocative. Like, and, yeah, th- yeah, that sort of thing. And there's a, like, I feel like the it's similar to the Animal Crossing thing that we were talking about. Those people, like, love it. Yeah. Feel and the they need want to go all in. Yeah. Yeah. And they want to share it with the rest of the world. Uh, and we've seen examples that aren't great represented, <laughs> but I, I don't know. Like I, I've read good Deadpool stuff. I've watched enough Rick and Morty and had some, some laughs there. And I don't know. Suicide squad was the worst DC movie I've ever seen. And I didn't watch Wonder Woman for a long time because that was the next DC movie that came out after that. And then I watched the second Suicide Squad and I thought it was okay. Yeah. But it, it still wasn't like renewing my faith in yeah. DC and stuff like I mean, that. I want to see DC try to do what Marvel did where, you know, when... Iron Man came out. No one cared about Iron Man. So they kind of had a blank slate to yeah. introduce the character to the world and and build build something out of it. And, you know, now Iron Man... And they did the same thing with Captain America and Thor like because they didn't have the rights to X-Men and Spider-Man and Fantastic Four. They had to go with, like, their B-team. And I think that really worked in the MCU's favor in the long run. I would love to see DC go for some lower tier characters, but make us care about them. And all we get is Suicide Squad again and again and again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, we get lower tier characters in the CW shows, but those have to be CW shows. Like, they're (laughs) automatically written off by so many people because they are CW shows through and through. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um. Anyway, Suicide Squad, May 26, 2023. Uh, then they said Last of Us PC is coming out March 3rd, 2023. Um, again, PlayStation's all in on PC. Really interesting to see. Um, and then we got the winner for the f- debut of the best adaptation. The, f- the first time they've done this category. Um, the winner was Arcane, which was deserving, but apparently Edge Runners is also very cool. The cyberpunk show but i wish sonic yeah, 2 won <laughs> because yeah. that would have given me more points in the predictions yes <laughs> <laughs> um 
but mostly like reviewing the nominees, I was like, oh, we are like in a better age of video game adaptations. Like this is a very solid list. Arcane, Edge Runners, Cuphead Show, Sonic 2, uh, Uncharted. Like all of those are at worst good. <laughs> like, you know, none of them are like, oh, Arcane really does feel like like top tier TV, whether you care about League of Legends or not. Yeah. And I hear Edge Runners is pretty top tier anime, whether you care about Cyberpunk or not. Um but yeah, like none of these are like, I can't believe this is even nominated for an award, you know? It's like, yeah, that was that was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I wonder if they will do this every year. Like, will will the train keep going with enough momentum that we'll have six or five or six quality adaptations every year from here on out? Um I mean, The Last of Us show will win next year. Official prediction for me right now. <laughs> mm, but like, Twisted Metal, I think, will huge. beat it out. Tw- you're right. Anthony <laughs> Mackie will carry it on his back. Yeah. It's, it's what's going to finally make people get Peacock. Is that <laughs> uh, what it's on? Excuse me. I think so. I think so. Okay. <laughs> but the new George Clooney, Julia Roberts movie is streaming exclusively on Peacock. So I think that's mm, already that's true. <laughs> that is a really good video game adaptation. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a big twist. They didn't say it was a video game adaptation, but it it becomes Uncharted two halfway through the movie. Yeah, and we we forget Glass Onion will be oh. one of the nominees next year for the best <laughs> among us adaptation. <laughs> and Ryan Johnson and Daniel Craig will be back to accept the award. And yeah, that's when they announced the Fortnite movie. Yeah, <laughs> that's what happens. You're just, you're just a year off as well. A year too early ahead of my time. Yeah. Okay, well, we got to get into this next one. Because while Hades 2 was probably the biggest reveal of the night, this next one was the most somebody tried of the night, I think. Uh, I, 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 I was all in on this one. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I think it was really cool. Um, it's just like they, they announced it beforehand. So, sorry, we're talking about Jedi Survivor. <laughs> Don't need to keep people in the dark. So, Curtain comes up and there's like a Bacta tank, like physical, on stage, live. And that's there for a minute. And then it cuts to the trailer. I can't remember how they cut from one thing to the next. <laughs> um, and, yeah, they showed off a ton of intriguing stuff. Um, it looked like you can ride things. It looked like you can dual wield. It looked like maybe there's companions, like you have friends fight with you. Um, there's a Kylo Ren style lightsaber. Um, release date March 17th, 2023. So March getting packed. And then Cameron Monaghan, star of the game, comes out. Ryan, you should have predicted Hollywood actors in video games, at least three. And then you would have got it. Yeah. Anyway, he comes out on stage with a lightsaber, leaves it turned on, and it's very loud and distracting while he's trying to talk because um, it's making lightsaber noises into the <laughs> microphone. Um, 
he says the word incredible like at least seven times in a minute. Loved, loved watching him get emotional. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the game legitimately did look cool. So there was a lot of pageantry for it, but at least it wasn't like they had nothing to back it up. I think that game does look very cool and it looks like there's a lot of new ideas. Um, yeah, what did you guys think? Um, it's important to always remember that the only place I know this actor from besides this game is when Dewey goes to the special class in Malcolm in the Middle <laughs> and he is wearing mittens and a paper sign on his chest that warns people not to touch him or he might bite them. <laughs> and he is a long-standing character after that. He's only a child in this at this point, but right. when I when I first played Fallen Order, I made sure to text a picture of him to my brother to let him know that that guy was in uh, the he's, game. He's in Star Wars. Yeah. I, <laughs> um, I, I loved Jedi Fallen Order, and I mostly... It, it, it did renew my faith in Star Wars yeah. at a time where I thought I, it, I was kind of dying out, but I look forward to this and this looks way better than the first one just by this trailer alone. Right. It just looks like there's so much going on. Like the first one was kind of an experiment and now they're going all out on it. I should play the first one. There you go. Okay. Uh, next one. (laughs) (laughs) Next one. Uh, I thought this was a really cool trailer. Um, New game from the creators of Celeste. Um, I wrote down as I was watching it, it looks like Celeste, Hades, Dead Cells, Spelunky. Um, <laughs> uh, really did he cool. change the name of his company too? Because uh, wasn't it Matt Makes Games before? Yes, yeah, so and now it's Matty Makes Games, isn't it? I think it's... Oh, like it still makes games? Extremely oh, it's okay just makes games? Something okay games, I think. Oh, okay. I'm going to look it up right now. Uh, Extremely okay games. Extremely okay games. EXOK games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So is it just a name change or is it like a different company? Like, did they get together as a different group? Um, I don't know. Yeah, so, yes, used to be Matt Thompson, now known as Madeline Thorson, or Matt Mm -hmm. Thorson. Then shut down Matt Makes Games to relaunch her team under Extremely OK Games. So it sounds like she works with a new team now. Yeah, it's a new team. Okay. Um, But probably some of the same people as Celeste. Um, Yeah. But yeah, so really cool trailer that was like sweeping through the whole level. And sometimes you saw the character, sometimes you didn't. It was just kind of like showing off the level design. Um, But yeah, it's more of a like an action platformer. Um, Celeste didn't have any combat at all, but this clearly does. Um, Yeah, I thought it looked cool. Um, I don't think, did it have a... Oh, it just said 2024. Yeah. So still a long ways off. I do think it's interesting because it's like melee combat. 
it seemed like, or mostly melee combat. So yeah, I would have been really excited I, just if it was like bows and arrows, like Towerfall was. But right. It's also exciting it, to see them, or yeah, see them branch out and try something else. Yeah. It yeah, looked, it's less yeah. than have any combat, and it was still really, really great. So, yeah, I was just gonna say it looked very spelunky to me. Like, I wonder. I don't think it'll be procedurally generated, but it, didn't it just looked like looked like that to me either. Yeah, it looked more like a Metroidvania uh, sprawling map. Kind yeah, of but just like in in terms of like the way the character moved and the way like traps and and hazards and things just kind of like sprung out i don't know it, it reminded oh, yeah, me of Splunky. Right. yeah yeah i'm really excited but yeah i don't one, i don't think it'll be procedurally generated yeah it looks cool oh and the title is earth blade i don't think we've said that yet <laughs> yeah i mean the first two games towerfall and celeste i enjoyed those a lot so yeah i will probably enjoy this one too but i'm going to keep it out of my mind until 2024 right yeah and possibly longer yeah <laughs> okay uh skipping a couple things we're gonna go to troy baker's first appearance of the night singing for kojima's new game that looks predictably bonkers and is titled Death Stranding 2 parentheses working title. Uh, a lot of the... Yeah, Troy Baker is singing the song in that trailer. Wow. So he's not... He wasn't like on stage, but just as the trailer ran, the wow. song playing in the trailer was Troy Baker. Makes a little more sense. Yeah. Do we feel like Troy Baker works outside of video games? Uh, I don't, well, like, he never gets too far from video games. Like, he, okay. he does, he's done a lot of the Lego shows. Okay, yeah. <laughs> like, Lego Marvel Avengers, he voiced a lot of characters, um, stuff like that. But, yeah, he never gets too far from video games. Okay. I, I heard him on a podcast once, and... It was it it was interesting because I've only heard great things about Troy Baker, but mm. he didn't really seem to understand kind of what was going on in the podcast. <laughs> and he was speaking with two actors mm. and it, it uh, who were on like various TV shows and like pretty popular TV shows. Right. And the way he was talking to them, he seemed to think that they wanted to hear him explain what it's like to be successful in video game acting. <laughs> but it was, it was like, he was so positive and excited about it, but it was kind of like weird because they had had like good audition experiences, but he was explaining auditions to them and like, right. Interesting. It, it just kind of seemed like he was a, like, he had stars in his eyes from his video game success. Right. Which I, I mean, he seems like a great guy from what I've seen, but it was just an interesting thing. I wondered if, like, 
I just wonder more about him since I heard that experience. Right. Now I'm scrolling through his IMDb and yeah, he never gets too far from video games. He apparently was in four episodes of American Dad. Hmm. Um, he's been in two episodes of Rick and Morty. Man, that, that all tracks to me. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, I did not remember he's the voice of Dash Haber in the Carmen Sandiego show. My kids love that show. Anyway. Nice. <laughs> Death Stranding 2, um, some new stars in it. The old stars return. I didn't know what to make of the trailer at all, but congrats to people who loved the first game. Um, okay, skipping a bunch of stuff. Do you want to play go... Death Stranding here? No. No. Okay, I didn't either, but it's on my to-do. Yeah. Uh, skipping a bunch of stuff, we went... Uh, this was another surprise. We had a bunch of monks on stage. One came <laughs> forward. Uh... She takes off her robes, and guess what? It's Halsey singing a song. And guess what? This is a Diablo 4 promo. <laughs> very unexpected. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a very, very, you know, high-end Blizzard cinematic running. Um, or maybe, no, it ran after she sang. It didn't run while she sang. Um, and then it said June 6, 2023, which... There's got to be at least one person that's disappointed on the team that they didn't hold this game for another three years so they could release it on 6626. <laughs> um, but, but it will come out on June 6, 2023. Maybe. <laughs> and 6626 yeah, yeah. will be like the final DLC or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good call. And you'll. Oh, that's when they uh, add Diablo as a playable character. Oh. Like the and it's like a reverse campaign. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, do either of you care about Diablo 4? I do I, not, but... Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if... The ironic thing, I think, is if I hadn't played Diablo 3, maybe. Mm. But Diablo 3 yeah, was think... like... It was fun, but also I didn't... I don't know, it was fine. Yeah. So, like, Diablo 4 doesn't sound super exciting to me based on that? Yeah, I'm right there with you. I got Diablo 3 on the Switch mm -hmm. and played a, a decent amount of it and yeah. had fun. But I was like, I don't get why this is, like, people's whole lives. Yeah, I played through the whole like, main <laughs> campaign and stuff. And uh -huh. I was on, like, hard or something. Like, I wasn't on an easy difficulty, and I was just blowing right. through it, like... Yeah, I felt I, like I was just holding I, down a button, watching my little demon slayer just mow down all the guys. And was right. Like, it's like, oh, there's you a big, it. big attack, and then I did my somersault that takes me across the entire screen. <laughs> right. Not, not even close to danger. Yeah. When did you play it? It was well after release, I'm betting. Yeah, this was probably two years ago. Yeah, same for me. And I think there's just been such power creep in that game since it launched that yeah going back and playing the campaign is just a joke now yeah like i remember like playing the big bosses and being like is there something i'm supposed to learn like are there attacks i'm supposed to dodge yeah. <laughs> like 
yeah, I don't know. It was, it was interesting. Yeah, it was weird. So I don't, yeah. I kind of just burned out all my enthusiasm for Diablo in general, right. I guess. I was like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's a thing. I'm glad people yeah. like it. Like, it wasn't bad. It just wasn't my thing. Yeah. So. There will there will definitely be, like, I'll watch it. I'll read reviews. I'll watch yeah, videos about it. To see how it turns I, out, yeah. Especially with the whole Blizzard shenanigans right. that still are a thing. Yeah. Can they pull it off and, like, really deliver for the fans? Yeah. Or will it be? So, and after what Overwatch 2, how that yeah. went and everything. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, then a, a surprising awards win. At least I thought it was surprising. Best multiplayer went to Splatoon three. Ryan, Here, here's why I don't Splatoon think this win? is surprising. Oh, okay. The other nominees: <laughs> Overwatch two, hmm. Bad Press plus just the same game as Overwatch one. With minor adjustments. Yeah. Multiverses. Mm-hmm. Pretty good press. There's a community, but it, I, I feel like it's already kind of. Yeah. It was a flash in the pan. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. See Overwatch 2. It's just <laughs> Call of Duty. I don't think it's doing anything unique. Uh, and keep in mind, I do know that some people could say that the same could be said about Splatoon 3, but I'll get to that. The other one that I want to say should win, because I think I might be more impressed with it, is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Right. But as far as best multiplayer goes, you're not getting as much multiplayer out of it. Right. In yeah. in the sense that like you you can play the same levels over and over again, but you're not really getting anything new multiplayer wise. Right. Splatoon three. Is it more Splatoon? Yes. <laughs> Compared to all the other ones though, I think it it does outshine all the other Splatoon games previously. Um and I don't know. I don't really have a reason. I just think that all the other cat, all the other nominees didn't really have too much going for them, anyways. And as right. someone who played twenty hours of Splatoon three, it's it's a blast the whole entire time. That's fair. And they improved the multiplayer from Splatoon two, where I played with. <laughs> previously mentioned hero of video games jonah henderson mm-hmm. and we were on the same team the entire time we played which was not the case for splatoon 2 yeah. <laughs> so gotta recognize that yeah and on top of all of that rarely disconnected from matches <laughs> and if, if it is most of the time it's because someone leaves right but I think maybe I've had like less than five games that there were internet problems and the rest have been perfectly fine. Okay. Well, there you go. Winner Splatoon three, uh, winner of most anticipated game, surprising no one 
Tears of the Kingdom. Any, anything to say about that? I don't understand <laughs> this award. <laughs> I also am afraid Tears of the Kingdom is going to disappoint a lot of people. Ooh, I'll take, I'll take. Because I, I mean, I also think it could prove me wrong. Right. But people are anticipating it a little too much. Yeah. But, I mean, people anticipated Elden Ring, and they were handsomely rewarded. Yeah. (laughs) True. I feel like God of War somehow missed that. Where I don't think it was like... Yeah. Something happened where it was like not as anticipated as you would think the God of War sequel would be. Yeah. I think it has something to do with the weird releasing. I was going to say, the marketing was so bonkers. Like, there was like no gameplay until, I don't know, very late in the game. And then not a lot of it. I I don't know. The marketing was weird for that game. But I think it still sold really well. So good job, guys. Uh, okay, um, next we saw a trailer. This had leaked beforehand. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West is getting DLC. It's called Burning Shores, out April 19th, 2023, and it is set in Los, old Los Angeles. We saw a giant machine destroy the Hollywood sign, which had somehow made it like a thousand years until that point. This is uh, a very long time after the game releases. I think, it, is it over a year after the first, after the game actually released? Um, yeah. That, that being said, Zero Dawn's DLC was hefty. Um, you know, it was almost like a spin-off game. Like, it was like the same size as Miles Morales compared to Spider-Man, you know? So this will probably be a lot of content. Um, it'll be interesting to see how much hype it can garner um especially what is that like a month after jedi survivor um a month no that's like a couple months before diablo 4 um scared that it will just get lost in the shuffle again like horizon always does i mean i'll be keeping tabs on if six flags magic mountain is in the dlc <laughs> that would be cool I think that should be one of the uh, one of the landmarks you can see. Just like roller, yeah. like roller coaster arches. Yeah. Like, what is I don't know if they can get Disneyland, but you can at least but... do like a Six Flags thing and just not, you know, call it Six Flags, right. obviously, and just have right. dilapidated roller coasters. Yeah, and it's it's uh, on the very outer edges of LA County, right. so. It still counts as Los Angeles. They probably had to pay for the license for the Hollywood sign, right? Like someone owns that, I imagine. How about that? Maybe. Uh, yeah, like I know, like Spider Man had like a like a, just a landmark, like Statue of Liberty, almost. Yeah, I don't know. I know, like Spider Man had to like pay for rights to the Empire State Building to be oh, in Spider Man. You're right, but hmm. I guess. Maybe it's different. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, next thing, Troy Baker makes his in-person appearance with Ashley Johnson and Pedro Pascal. And, oh, what's her name? Bella Ramsey? 
The Last of Us cast. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> the girl uh, playing yeah. Ellie. Bella Ramsey. I was right. Look at that. Okay. Um, yeah, so they all came on stage together to announce best action game, but before they did that, they had them do like a very like it reminded me of like when the president meets a leader of another country and they make them come out and before they can talk about anything, they have to both say like, we really respect you and we really respect you and you're great. And you are also great. And it's Mm -hmm. so great that we're having this meeting and let us begin the meeting. They did kind of that for each other. Like you guys are great as Joel and Ellie. No, you're great as Joel and Ellie. And then they very awkward. Yeah. And then they like literally (laughs) read the teleprompter together, like in unison um yeah i don't know if that was improvised or if someone told them to do that um but anyway they announced the best action game and it was bayonetta 3 um which i think might no i think every bayonetta has been nominated but i don't know if every bayonetta has won best action game um yeah i think that was bayonetta's three's only win of the night um yeah. Any anything else to say about this? Two things. I want to just reiterate. I don't have any negative opinions about Troy Baker. <laughs> he seems like a cool guy. Yeah. This wasn't a great example for him, but I feel like this and the Keegan Michael Key thing were not their faults. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that real soon. Uh, yeah. Um, um, also. I was intrigued by Pedro Pascal's shirt. uh, And it makes me feel like he's closer to his character and unbearable weight of massive talent than we think. (laughs) It was like a, it had two separate designs on each side. Uh, I mean, he was good at that movie. He was funny. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Let's get to Keegan Michael Key. Um, I just wanted to mention there was some Transformers game called Transformers Reactivate. Don't know what it is, but kind of a cool trailer. It at least has me intrigued. Well, it didn't really um, have any Transformers related things in it, right? Yeah. Well, except I think it was like first person from the perspective of a Transformer. Uh, I, okay. Got it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> we'll see what that is. <laughs> And then Keegan-Michael Key walks out on stage. And yeah, another candidate for most awkward video game <laughs> press conference moment. He did his best with whatever he was yeah. given. <laughs> the script. He's talking about Toad's cap. And he like made a bad pun about it in the end. I don't know. Yeah, it, it did not feel like Keegan-Michael Key. It felt some, like some writers were fired after yeah. the game awards were <laughs> finished. Yeah. And to his credit, he did try, which sometimes the celebrities like don't even try. Yeah. So, um, but he had a new clip and Jeff Keeley made a big deal saying the first official clip from the Mario movie as opposed to a trailer. Yeah. Um, sure. Um, I do love the details we've seen in the trailers and clips we've seen so far, just like yeah. the animated details of all the stuff everywhere they go. Um, I'm excited for that movie. Uh, like 
I don't know how good it will be, but I do know that me and my kids will enjoy it no matter how good it actually is. Mm-hmm. This this is the reveal I wanted to let you guys know. I will cry during this movie. <laughs> I can already tell from this one clip. The trailers, uh, the trailers didn't like real. They like they were like, oh, this will be a fun movie and stuff. But like hearing that music. And them like mashing like 800 different Mario themes into one song. Right. That's going to get me. Yeah. I can already predict it. <laughs> Official 2023 prediction. Yeah. Now, I will cry. <laughs> now you're making me worried I cry. The only movies I seem to cry in are like animated ones. I don't know why. That's just yeah. a fact yeah, about me. <laughs> so. They do hit. And yeah, it's animated movies and Smash Bros. reveals. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be and fun if that happens because then my kids are going to be like, why are you crying about Mario? <laughs> All right. Yeah. Here's the big moment, you guys. The next one. <laughs> Animal from the Muppets has his time with Jeff. And to be honest, I feel like Animal had better writers than King of Michael Key. Like, it was still awkward, but Animal made jokes that, like, actually made sense to people who pay attention to games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he, he asked him who his favorite Elden Ring boss was, and he said Melania, and he said it all weird like Animal does. Um, <laughs> he made a joke about how Kojima should make a game about Animal, and he's like, Animal can hide in a box. Um, and then he said, if he made a game, he would call it Animal Crossing. And, you know, so like, not not good, but I don't know. It seemed less awkward than Keegan-Michael Key, which surprised me. It is. Uh, it's just funny to me that they right. got Animal. I, I really want, like, if I could ever interview Jeff Keighley, that would be my first question. Is, yeah. What's with, what's with the Muppets? <laughs> Why are they always there? <laughs> yeah. And like different ones every year. Like we've had Beaker and I don't know. What's the scientist name that works with Beaker? I don't remember. Uh, but, and uh, starts with the B. It's another science thing. Bunsen. Yeah. Bunsen. Bunsen. Yeah. Dr. Bunsen. Yeah. And I think we had Miss Piggy one time. I'm, I may not be remembering that right, but yeah. Muppets every time. Uh, yeah. Anything? Anything else we want to say about Animal? Nothing. I legit think the Animal Crossing joke's funny though. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. See. Uh, okay. Skipping ahead again. A surprising announcement from Don't Nod, the people who made Life is Strange, um, a much more action-oriented game. It looks like, and they called it an action RPG called. Banishers, Ghost of New Eden. Pretty cool trailer, I thought. I'm, I'm actually pretty intrigued by this one. And it said end of 2023 was the the date we got at the end. Very um, buzzwordy yeah. title. Yeah. Banishers, Ghost, Ghost of New Eden. Of yeah. New Eden, is that the subtitle? Yeah. That's the subtitle. Yeah. I don't know why I think it's so interesting. All these seems like there's a lot of video games these days that have it's like here's a new IP. With a subtitle. <laughs> like, right. What do you do? Starting with the subtitles already. 
Uh, yeah, I think it helps with trademark, honestly. Uh, like that makes sense. Banishers, you might run into somebody claiming something, but Banishers, Ghosts of New Eden, you're free and clear. No one's gonna touch that. Okay. Banishers, but, Ghost of New Elden Ring, Ragnarok. Ragnarok. <laughs> this makes me feel like they're expecting it to be a like series, but maybe that's yeah. the case is that it's just a trademark thing. Like Horizon right. Zero Dawn, I never, I didn't realize that was a subtitle for a really long time. Like maybe oh, yeah. until they did Horizon Forbidden West, I was like, oh wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> the series is just Horizon. I didn't know that. Yes, yeah, there you go. It's like how the Spider-Man movies. Oh, it, it's home. Home is the word we're building yeah. on. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, that looked cool. Um, probably won't hear about that for a long time. Uh, what do you guys think of Meet Your Maker? Do you remember this game? You seen trailers for this? No. Remind me what it was. I I was yeah. watching at this point. Like yeah. The so rest meet, of it. meet Your Maker is it's a, a an idea that has been attempted before. It's one you like you make a stronghold. So like a tower defense style, you put traps, you put enemies, you make it, and then people can invade your stronghold and like see if they can get through it. And then you can invade other people's and see if you can get through theirs. And then the progression is based on how far you get into other people's levels that they design, essentially. I don't remember seeing this. It sounds cool from that description. Yeah, I think it's made by the people who made Dead by Daylight. Okay. Um, but yeah, another like non-traditional online multiplayer. Um, and all the characters look like they're wearing like metal sombreros, like really wide circle hats. All the characters we've seen so far. Yeah. But they're metal. <laughs> like a robot, uh, I think. Yeah. But like the monsters. And put, there's like monsters, not like other robots you're fighting in. Right. Interesting. Um, and that, that they gave a release date of April 4th, 2023. Another one that like, I don't really want to play it myself, but I'm very curious how it will be received and if it will be like a big deal. Is it? Um, hmm. So like, is it? Can you play through people's levels with like a team or are you just Yeah, it looks like there's a, at least like two player co-op is what was hinted in the trailer we okay. saw. I yeah, don't know if there's more than that. that. Yeah. But yeah, an intriguing idea. Um like I said, I think it's been tried in different ways before. Um none of those games have really taken off. Um so we'll see. See if this one can do it. Uh, and then another one that they made a lot of to-do about this next reveal. Um, Crash Team Rumble, um, which everyone immediately said Crash Smash, because that's basically what it is. Crash Bandicoot, Super Smash Brothers, except it looks like there's a sports component to it. It's not just... I honestly uh, couldn't tell what it was. Yeah. Like it, I, I wasn't like, they didn't really show much gameplay. Right. It was like a concept cinematic trailer. So it was like, this could be a game. 
<laughs> like it could be interpreted into a game, but what we're seeing is not gameplay. Yeah. Yeah. We fed all the crash <laughs> games in an AI and it made this. <laughs> Buy it, please. Yes. Was that Gerard the completionist as Crash? Oh, I have no on idea. Stage? I I don't know. Another another interesting idea was the fact that the other characters from the Crash games are on a Zoom call, but none of them talk, and it's just they're like, "Oh, it's frozen." Right, and then they just move on from that. Yeah. <laughs> They just show the pictures of each of them as if they were about to join the Zoom call before it froze. Right. Yeah, it seems like maybe there was more of an idea there and it got cut or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, and it, at the end of that trailer, it just said 2023. So, there you go. I don't have anything else to say about that one. Me neither. Um... Probably the strangest reveal of the night is the next one. And another candidate for awkward video game moment of the year. They brought out three actors, one of whom <laughs> one of whom I'm supposed to know, I think, but I don't. I think he might be from I wanna say Goodfellas, but I'm probably wrong. Yeah. Another Donnie. old man. Donnie Brasco is the movie he's from. Oh, okay. Michael Madsen. Yeah, and he came out and said, like, I was in a movie with Al Pacino once. (laughs) Um, And they announced a game called Crime Boss Rock A City coming March 28, 2023. And all we know is that it's like a knockoff version of my Fortnite prediction. There's like 30 people you've sort of heard of <laughs> in this game, including Michael Rooker, who is Yondu in the MCU, uh, and Chuck Norris made an appearance at the end. And I don't remember who else. Um, All right. Paul, I'm officially giving you 10 points for your Fortnite prediction because of this. Because of this. <laughs> But yeah, I, it was very strange. Um, do, do you guys have you watched this trailer? Do, did you see this? Uh, I was watching live with you, Paul, via the Discord chat. Yes. Okay. And I'm trying to find it of my exact uh, comments. What is this game? What a weird cast. I feel like I watched a trailer for a straight-to-Netflix movie. (laughs) I feel like that sums up my thoughts, is they got so many B-tier celebrities, I want to say, and put enough of them in to be like, this matters. Right. So I found a list. So we got Chuck Norris, Danny Trejo, um, Danny Glover. Okay, he's he's, he's a tier, I would say. Yeah. Um, Michael Rooker. Uh, Kim Basinger. Vanilla Ice, whose character is named Yellow, which is ice in Spanish. <laughs> um, Damien Poitier. 
uh, and that's that. That's the list. He's also a character in Grand Theft Auto, the guy who walked on stage. Oh, okay. Which, so uh, he's got both the creds. Yeah, he's also in. He's in a lot of video games. It looks like he's in Yakuza. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's in Dishonored, Dishonored Two. Oh wow. True Crime Streets of L.A., of course. Yeah. Yeah. Weird announcement that didn't... It kind of reminded me of... um, Saints Row, where it was just like, we're edgy. You forgot Chuck Norris. (laughs) Yeah. Did you say Chuck Norris? I did say Chuck Norris, yeah. Sorry, I'm trying and... to watch the trailer and listen at the same time. Because <laughs> I missed a lot of these, and I'm still confused. Because yeah, it does yeah. look like Saints Row thing, but with real actors. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, who's making it? Um, in game studios, who I don't know, and I think it's published by Five O Five. Who kind of does studios? Yeah, development by in-game studios. Also important to note the two character actors who are standing behind uh, this other guy the whole time. Yeah, Yeah. Michael Madsen, just kind of like making (laughs) generic gangster comments. Yeah. They and yeah, I've seen both of them before, but I couldn't place where kind of added to the whole vibe of the reveal. Yeah. And this article I found on screenrat.com says could potentially rival the long awaited GTA six. <laughs> big words. Uh, so, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there. <laughs> Uh, very strange reveal. All right, we're in the final stretch here. This next one, I dare say, was the best celebrity appearance of the night in terms of like least awkward and made the most sense. <laughs> and that was Idris Elba revealing that he's in Cyberpunk Phantom Liberty. He was just on video, but he talked like a normal person and not <laughs> not like he was trying to talk to gamers like Chris Pratt does when he talks about Mario or seriously. Yeah. Or even Keanu Reeves. Every time they've got Keanu Reeves into game stuff, he acts really weird. Like when he did that matrix thing last year and he was like actively making fun of his script as he read it. I was like, this is weird. Um, but yeah, you just Elba, he's in it. Um, coming next year. Um, people, I think, generally like cyberpunk again, especially after the anime. So this could be this could be a big sell. Like this could bring in a lot of people. I think. Uh, and, and Keanu Reeves is back. We heard his voice. Welcome back, Keanu. <laughs> yeah. Um. Then the next one, Jeff Keeley, literally Are you getting emotional like, right now, Paul. Yeah, just cheering <laughs> up. <laughs> literally almost crying like thanking the publisher and developer for giving him this next trailer 
And it's for Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, which is everyone's favorite franchise that everyone had heard of before. (laughs) (laughs) But this is from From Software. So it is now a very, very big deal. Capital B, capital B. And this was their big series before any of the Souls games, right? Yeah. Yeah. So they're kind of coming back to it and saying, like, you care about us now, and we still care about robots. So we're (laughs) going to do robots again. I mean, the graphics looked incredible in this trailer. Yeah. I'm not sure. It doesn't look like my type of game. Well, I'm not sure what type of game it is. That's true. You're in mechs, or mechs are involved, but what are you doing in mechs? I feel and like I it's wonder... for me to know that it's not a game, unfortunately. And I wonder how much Souls will influence it, because I think they've said, like, don't expect a Souls game. Yeah, they said but... it's not a Souls game. But how could you not take some ideas, at least? I don't know. We'll see. Uh, this was a very big deal for some people, um, yeah. like Jeff Keighley. <laughs> I just don't know what to think yet. I don't know like what it is. And it said at the end, 2023, which holy crap from software. Like, how do you just keep pumping them out? What's really wild is everyone was expecting Elden Ring DLC, and then this right. was announced instead. So and I wonder if they, they have announce. Like... Another team working? It's not, I don't think it's a very yeah. big studio, is it? I don't know. I don't think. It I think is. it would have to at least split the team. Yeah. Maybe they have like they a smaller release... team working on DLC for Elden Ring or something while they do this. Well, they or they released like a new multiplayer mode or something, right? Yeah. For Elden did. Ring. Yeah. So that's yeah, essentially, they're still supporting it. There was a coliseum that's like in the game, and no one could get into it. And now it's open, and you can go in and fight people, essentially. So it's not like it's a big... Oh, okay. It's not like big paid DLC like they've done in for their other Souls games. Right. The headlines made that seem like it was bigger than you're describing it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a big free update. So right. it's still a big deal. It's just it's not the big paid DLC that people were expecting. Right. Yeah. Yeah. From what I know. I don't do a lot of the online multiplayer like at all, so. Right. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't know for sure. I am excited about at least to see how this Armored Core game. Yeah, I'm very curious. Just because, I don't know, they've been in the whole Souls thing for so long now. Yeah. It's kind of exciting to see them try something or do something different. Right. Going back to their roots. And I could be convinced. Yeah. If people talk about it like they talk about Elden Ring. Right. I'll buy Elden Ring first, <laughs> play 100 hours of that, and you'll then. You'll never get there. You'll be in Elden Ring forever. Six is $5 in five years. In I'll pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The last big world premiere before the game of the year. Final Fantasy 16 coming June 23rd, 2023. 
looks like Final Fantasy, <laughs> but like intriguing. I just don't know how to interpret Final Fantasy trailers. I don't know enough about the franchise. Yeah, I honestly haven't watched like any of these yet because I don't have a PS5. So I don't, don't mm. want to get like hyped about it because I, I can't play right. it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the one I want to try. Yeah. And get into. I also want to try Final Fantasy VII Remake, but I might hold off until all of them come out. I don't really like cliffhangers or waiting for stuff. And so... Right. This is one single game. This might be the one that I choose to really give Final Fantasy a chance. Right. But it looks awesome to me. I think it looks really cool. Mm. June 23rd. Yeah. So we got a decent first half of 2023 will end up if these, if these games all actually make it. Um, So that's exciting. Yeah. Too many. Yeah. All right. The end of the show. But different aspects to talk about. First off, we got the Game of the Year medley by the Game Awards Orchestra. Um, This is honestly one of my favorite parts every year. Um, Although this year, it was kind of weird. It was more like electronic than it normally is. Like there was this like beat going through the whole thing that kind of got in the way of the of the music. I thought, but the thing everyone was talking about was flute guy. They kept going back to this guy playing various different flutes, who was just going for it. He was he was just loving it. He was like pumping his fist and just going crazy and loving these songs. Um. If you look at the YouTube video from the Game Awards at this moment, almost every comment is something about thank you, Flute Guy, for doing the Xenoblade Chronicles 3 soundtrack justice. Um, that, that fandom was really pleased by Flute Guy. He came out on Twitter and basically said, thanks for loving me. Let's, let's keep it going or whatever. I can't remember. It just kind of general nice guy things to say. Um, Really kind of one of the most talked about moments of the show, I think. Well, what, did, what did you guys think of Fluke Guy? Or what have you seen of Fluke Guy since? It was my favorite part <laughs> of the whole Game Awards. Right. Like, especially experiencing it live. Right. And just, just like like it, happen. it come, coming out of nowhere, having no context for, for <laughs> what was about to happen. And he's apparently played at the Game Awards before. Mm-hmm. And he's apparently done a bunch of like movie soundtracks and stuff. And yeah, I I saw something that said he like helped with the Dune soundtrack. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, I it just filled me with so much joy, <laughs> and yeah, especially you, because I thought what he was originally playing was a recorder for the <laughs> right for the Xenoblade Chronicles thing. Going nuts on the recorder. Yeah, but I don't know if it was a recorder anymore, but it's just, whatever it was, it was the tiniest of flutes, and it made me, just watching him jam out on it is the best. (laughs) It was was a very good moment. 
Yeah. I don't know why it's even like more fun when it's an orchestra like this and then the camera's moving and then you just see like one person just going at it. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. They always seem to have that person. In, Cause I, I watched the whole every medley from every game awards that they did a medley mm-hmm. after this. And they always seem to have one person that kind of is like doing their own thing. Like they had the like girl who played the guitar Oh, I forgot about her. Yeah. When was and that she's like rocking out the whole times. I don't remember which one it was. I remember the guy on the drums from last year during the Metroid part. <sighs> that Metroid yeah. part is the best part. It's so good. That was the other thing I noticed. He cuts the guy with the big old drums with his. He just like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one that kind of disappointed me was when it was Breath of the Wild. And Mario Odyssey, and uh, what else was in that? Was it Horizon Zero Dawn? And the only thing that disappointed me was they chose a boring song for Breath of the Wild. They just did kind of like the ambient piano. Mm. And I feel like they should have chosen something like a little more adventurous. Yeah. Right. But they did the jump up superstar song at the end, which that was was pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. Then we announced game of the year, and we already revealed it at the very beginning of the episode. It was Elden Ring. Yeah. I think more people are are happy about that than disappointed, which is probably why it won. Um, yeah, and the game director got up there and made quite the statement where he was saying, I'm going to work harder and make even better games. That was awesome. Like, like, dude, (laughs) holy crap. (laughs) Um, then I feel like no, no American game director has, has said that in quite that way. Corey just gets up and says, yeah, this was good, but my next one's going to be even better. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's wild to say that about Elden Ring, too. Like, holy crap. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want to make sure uh, in 10 years you say Elden Ring sucks. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of the the vibe he was getting. (laughs) You haven't seen my greatest power, my final form. yeah, uh, anything else to say before we get to the, the final moment of the night? I mean, when they all walked up, I I was actively trying to figure out, is this this guy's son? Like, this guy <laughs> seems out of place. Who, like, is he just like a really young looking developer or what's going on? <laughs> and then... <laughs> After the emotional speech from the game director, I'm so sorry, I don't remember his name. He's like one of the biggest names in video games. Is it Miyazaki? Miyazaki, yeah. Yeah, Miyazaki. After his speech, everyone thinks it's over. Camera pulls back. And then all of a sudden, there's this dude at the microphone. It's not even a dude, it's like a kid. I think (laughs) he's like 15. (laughs) And I think... 
as close as I can remember, his words are, I'd like to dedicate this award to my reformed Rabbi Bill Clinton. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, and then by the time he's saying that, there's big dudes on stage, and and he's walking away from the microphone. <laughs> and then Jeff Keeley walks out and kind of looks at it, and his he's just like, "Well, <laughs> that's our show." Yeah, he said something like, "Always something interesting." I don't know. He commented on it in some way in like a dismissive way but still very clearly reacting to it that's funny and that that was really the end of the show <laughs> and and the memes began <laughs> it's just it's uh, there's a few weird things about it of them not like really like notice follow them right and him blending in so well that like no one is yeah. confident enough to on the way or up there be like you're not supposed to be here yeah like who are you yeah, yeah. well he had like the blazer with the t-shirt or whatever like right he looked you like wear that it looks a game like guy. a game developer yeah, yeah. word or something or making a presentation whatever you know going on stage so i tried to look it up and some people thought it was the streamer but i'm i'm not quite sure if it really was him but it might have been. I figured, was it him? Assuming I'm thinking of the same person you are, but I read a couple articles about it, and he had he's had some history with things. I mean, not to get too into it, but <laughs> some people are <clears throat> thinking that he was it was like an actual like like what do you call it? Semitism is that what the word is? Anti-Semitism. Anti-Semitism statement you know far right kind of thing other people are like mm. it's just a 15 year old kid doing a dumb prank because he can kind of a thing and yeah <clears throat> which was what kind of sounds like to me but i don't know it's very weird very weird very strange another another strong contender for very, the most coveted very chance time awards award Here's here's what I need the listeners to do. We need to figure out if there's any correlation between this action and this same person's love of the movie Suicide Squad. <laughs> yes. And then we'll know. Yeah. We'll confirm everything you said. <laughs> We'll confirm if the Suicide Squad game will be good or not from this. <laughs> this is exciting. I can't wait for this. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I think that's it. If I may, just real quick. I know I've talked about Elden Ring before on this podcast at least a couple times, maybe twice. Um, <laughs> but just saying, I know I feel like the Dark Souls, Bloodborne, all those games are it's one of the series that people like <laughs> admire from afar, maybe sometimes, or like people like, oh yeah, people like really like those games, but I don't think I could get into them kind of a thing, you know. I think it has that uh reputation, which is totally fair, I think. But if you ever want to try one of those kinds of games, 
in these souls born as they call them Elden Ring really is a really good place to start because it's not easier it's just a lot uh easier to get into and it's just it's just so good guys it's so good so i i will add to this discussion that the only person i know personally who has played both of these games elden ring and god of war ragnarok i mean mm-hmm. i asked him do you think elden ring should have won and he had zero hesitation he said absolutely it's the better game so there you go uh-huh. Wow. Doesn't matter how good God of War Ragnarok was. So it's that's just, exciting. Yeah. It just does so I, many cool and interesting things yeah, in terms of like I, what video games can be. And that's really cool to me. I went to check. Like, is it on the Game Awards sale? Should I pick it up? It's not on sale. You know, <laughs> they, yeah, they want full I've, dollars. I've seen it go the down hype. to like. Fifty dollars sometimes, maybe forty if you go on. Forty-five, like 45-ish. is what it looks like. I don't the know if I've seen it on been... Steam for forty-five bucks. I feel like okay, I've seen yeah. it on like other websites. Yeah, you can buy the can PS5 version Steam. for forty-five, okay. like the disc. Yeah, the disc. Yeah. So there you go. I don't Game know. Awards. I personally we'll could see it go down as like one of the more influential games. You know, like you can see games leading up to it, like Breath of the Wild obviously is a big influence, and then Breath and Elden Ring's taking things from that game and making it bigger and better. You know, and I could see it being referenced in the future as like one of the big influential kind of monumental games. You know, I think, yeah, that, I think that's it'll fair. go down in history. And, and that's, that's it. it. I'll stop now. Game Awards, Elden Ring. <clears throat> that's all I got. Okay, well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> thank you all for listening. This was Chance Time. You can join the Discord, um, link in the description. You can email us, chance time podcast at gmail.com. Uh, let us know if you think something got snubbed at the Game Awards or if you think. If you also think everyone should play Elden Ring, just, you know, whatever you want to tell us. Cool. Thanks for coming to see James. I think that's it. Thank you for coming to see James. Bye. Okay, bye. Bye.